You're listening to the Counterculture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. The parenting years fly by. Enjoy every moment. This series has just been a blessing to shoot and deliver to you. I have learned so much today. If you could use some awesome godly advice on how to raise sons who will love Jesus, you've come to the right place. The author of Boy Mom has some life-changing tips to share about how you can raise your sons honorably. In fact, these tips are so great for raising boys and girls. So if you're a parent, settle in for some mind-blowing advice that will rock your world and make the remaining parenting years meaningful and memorable. This is the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. And this next woman is actually in our Counterculture Mom app, featured in the Featured Educators section. You must check her out. I'm with a mom who has a house filled with world-changing men in the making, author, speaker, Monica Swanson. Monica, how you doing, woman? Oh, I'm great. Thank you. That You made me sound so good. I'll oh, take it. <laughs> you are so good. I bet you moments before you were out surfing on the waves, you're in Hawaii? Yes, I'm on the North Shore of Oahu. I am living in the wrong state. Um, <laughs> I think after we're done talking today and the pictures that I've seen so far that our audience gets to check out here, I'm going to be booking one-way tickets, all six of us, <laughs> your direction. Get ready. <laughs> it's good. It's a good life. Oh my gosh. You and your husband, Dave, are raising four boys. Two are now in college and you're mm-hmm. raising tropical fruit on the North shore of Oahu. Did I say that right? You did. Very yeah. well done. I was out in Hawaii about 15 years ago. I won tickets with a girlfriend of mine on a game show in Hollywood. Go figure. <laughs> I did not want to come back to LA. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. It's just beautiful out there. Do you do more Thank than you. surf and eat fruit all day? What are you doing out there? <laughs> Yes, we do. As much as I like to let people believe that it's a vacation every day, we have real life. My husband's a doctor. He goes to a hospital most days. Really? Uh, But we do have real life. I've homeschooled my boys, so spend a lot of time at home, but at least it's a nice place to call home. Yeah, and you get to wear fun clothing. I just pulled this out of my closet. I don't think I've ever worn it, and I had it for four years. I'm like, I got to look Hawaiian, look somewhat like I fit in. Aloha. Aloha. I'm going to bring him when I come to Hawaii. You are the author of Boy Mom, What Your Son Needs Most From You, and the host of the Boy Mom podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's your goal to equip parents with the resources and confidence they need to raise kids of godly character and great faith, even in the most crazy world they are now growing up in. Hello. Amen. Amen. What kind of world are we living in, girl? Um, what has been a key to raising boys who have now chosen to follow Jesus into adulthood? Yeah, such a great question. And I wish there was like a formula I could just pass out to everybody. But I'm going to say that for us, my husband and I would agree that the relationship we've had with them, our authentic love for Jesus and wanting to walk in his ways and not in the world's ways have just naturally flowed from us to our kids in conversation from the time they were young all the way up. Our our oldest son actually just graduated from college and the conversations we have back and forth with him are just so, um, just such a blessing to me to see what we've developed over the years, over conversations, over time, the influences, all the different things that make up that, that, package. Um, but they all so far love Jesus and want to walk with him. So 
So far, so good. <laughs> yes, your family. I literally wanted to cry when I saw this. What a fun family photo. You got two blondies there too. Uh, Just yeah. My uh, biggest thing is busyness. The one thing mm -hmm. that I heard you say mm -hmm. is that you made time to converse and have meaningful conversations. Mm -hmm. It seems like a lot of my life and a lot of other parents that talk to me when I'm out speaking, do my thing is they are just constantly doing one thing after another. What can we chop out of our lives that really isn't that important so we have the time to talk to our kids? Right. That's huge. And, and that's kind of how I even open Boy Mom is just saying, you know, I hit that point even when my boys were very young where I just said, what matters most? Like I had this vision for the kind of boys I wanted to raise, but there's so many messages and pressures and, and obligations out there. And I just wanted to narrow things down to what really matters most. And, you know, one choice we made was to homeschool. Uh, we made some choices on activities where we said, we can't do it all. We can't do everything. Uh, what do we want our life to look like? What do we want these boys to leave the home with? And now let's focus on that. So, what did you find that you were chopping out of your own life to make time? Yeah, certainly for me, uh, I can't say I've got the most thriving social life at this point. Uh, for, for many years, when the boys were young, I did very little work outside the home. As much as I love being a working mom now, there were years where they were it. They, the family was the main focus, and I just had to believe that that mattered the most to focus on them, their character, their heart. So simplified things down to family and, you know, our church community, our local community, but I didn't try to be everything. Of course, I was raising those first few boys before social media, before the internet was, it was what it is now. So there's new pressures. There's new options. I think it's getting harder and harder for us to simplify. I'd say now I've got a lot more distractions. My youngest is just turned 12 and he's not getting as much of me as the big brothers did. So I struggle with that sometimes. For the single mom, single dads mm -hmm. right now, what could you tell them? And they're like, well, you know, it's easy for the people that got two spouses in the mm -hmm. home. One's working, one can hang out with the kids. What do you have to say to them for the ones that are doing it all? Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, God bless you. It's it's not an easy uh, place to be. And I, I've never claimed to be an expert on that. There's probably single parents who are going to give you some really good, helpful, practical advice. But I will say God knows. He knows your heart. He knows your intentions. There's only so much you can do, but there are things you can do. And I think it's a matter of being prayerful and thoughtful and just looking at your days and saying, what can I do and what can't I do? And I'm going to do the best I can and then let God do what only he can do. Um, where Influences are huge. How can I surround my kid or kids with some great influences when I can't be there? Who can I rally around them? Um, what kind of things can I cut out, whether it's internet influences or peer influences? Sometimes there's some hard no's we need to say to our kids in order to protect their hearts and minds. And so parenting is, is not easy work, but oh man, it's worth it when you see them rising up and launching into the world, someone you're really proud of. I think another great thing that we can do is get our kids involved with us, even as single parents, if we're working at tasks or doing something around the house, just have our kids do that with us so we can kill two birds mm -hmm. with one stone, having meaningful conversations while folding the laundry, making yes. dinner, that type of deal. And I've seen yeah. some killer shots of you cutting up fruit out there where I wanted to take <laughs> part. 
<laughs> yes. Now, Monica, you have a son who is a junior world surf champ. Yes. I, I, that yes. is just unbelievable what that kid's <laughs> up to. Can you help us understand the balance between offering kids boundaries and mm-hmm. freedoms? Yes. I love to talk about this because I think we get things mixed up sometimes. I think as parents, as moms, we can be, you know, the helicopter mom, the snowplow mom, where we want to guard them and protect them from everything that could possibly touch them. And, and, and I get that to some extent, but in our family, we're, we're all about protecting their heart. So making some tough calls again, as far as influences and those kind of things go, we want to protect their heart, but we also know that for them to grow up, they're going to have to spread their wings. They're going to have to, you know, skin their knees and, and fall down. And so we're all about giving them appropriate freedoms, uh, especially physical challenges. Uh, our boys grow up, you know, in the ocean, he's surfing huge waves. They go diving in caves. There's Luke. Uh, so we love to introduce our boys to a lot of opportunities to just do crazy things. And then, um, but then keep their heart in a safe place as they learn, as they grow to make their own choices. You know, there's going to be a day where they need to make their own choices, but it's not when they're seven, eight, 10 years old. And so they need a lot of counsel, a lot of mentoring as they grow up. But yeah, we, we're all about getting our boys out and doing some crazy stunts. Yeah. You, I'll say crazy stunts is right. You're like, yeah, you have to let them get out there and skin their knee. I'm like, skin their knee. This kid's doing a backflip on a board in the ocean. <laughs> 300 feet in the air. And, yeah. and his name is Luke? Yes, that's Luke Swanson. Okay, well, my husband's name is Luke, and I'm like, that kid's oh. nuts. I mean, one more shot, everybody. Just check this out. That's some serious action <laughs> right there. Um, yep, he's got the same blood as my husband. I don't know what it is for yeah. Luke's. Unbelievable. Right. Okay, we're going to get that. more on parenting and the power of influences right after we're mm-hmm. from our sponsor. Approximately half of all kids are exposed to porn by accident. However, you can help your child quit porn or never even start by having accountability. The Covenant Eyes app monitors your child's devices while the Victory app gives you a comprehensive feed of their device activity and alerts you if explicit material is accessed. Get Covenant Eyes free for 30 days by texting the word VICTORY to the number 66866. That's VICTORY to 66866. Let's keep our kids porn free. Monica, can you talk about the power of influences in our kids' lives and how mm-hmm. we as parents can best navigate that? What are positive, what are negative, and how do we help them navigate that business? Yeah, that's it's complicated, but I think it's one of our greatest jobs as parents. I think that we need to realize that our kids truly, I mean, from the time they're young, we often say, you know, oh, they're little sponges, they're, they mimic, they copy, but then as they grow up, the same thing happens. And that applies whether they are hanging out with their siblings, whether they're with peers, whether they're on a team. Um, I like to remind parents that the very first and biggest influence on our kids is us as parents. We need to realize that the way we're living our lives, not the things we're telling them or teaching them, but the way we are living is going to be the greatest influence. And so I like to quote uh, Paul in 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, where he says, essentially, follow me as I follow Christ. And I say, can our kids look at us and say, I want to be like mom. I want to be like dad. They're following after Jesus. Like, And, and I hate to 
put pressure on people to like live some perfect life. We're not talking about perfect. We're talking authentically following Jesus, authentically trying to live an excellent life so that our kids have something to follow after. So yeah, us as parents are a huge influence. And then just being thoughtful when they're young, really think about, am I making choices based on my ease? Like it's easier to let them go spend the weekend with a friend or am I being intentional? This is somebody that's going to shape and mold them into a better person. And then coaching them as they grow into those teenage years, how to choose good friends, how to make good choices when you have, um, you know, less autonomy, when it's not all mom and dad, and it's more the kids making choices, then they need us to coach and mentor them. Did you have a problem child for a couple of months in there? And if so, what did you do to get them back on track? Well, I don't want people to hate me, but so far we really haven't. Um, Yay! I've got it. <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's for those Something young parents listening. Yeah, right, I want right. to say it's possible. Like it doesn't have to, that story doesn't have to be your story. You actually can raise kids. Now I do tell the story in boy mom of, of a time. One of my boys was, was really there. There was a lot of conversation because some of the kids he grew up with who were good kids were starting to make some bad choices. Mm. And so his argument was, well, if I hang out with them, maybe I'll influence them. Maybe I'll help them. And I was like, ah, it doesn't usually go that way. Most often it, it's the other way. And so we had to make some tough calls where he had some lonely days where all the cool kids were doing one thing and he was hanging out with mom and dad for the most part. We live in a small community. It's not like you've got tons of options. And so there were some lonely times. There were some difficult times in that way. But uh, so far, the kids have all chosen to, you know, they never turned away from the Lord. There were some challenging times between us as we walked through that. But fortunately, they've always held on to their faith. And after some lonely seasons, they've come out with great friends. And, you know, in college, then finding really like-minded young adults who they feel like was a reward for the years that they kind of went without those close friendships. So that's so cool. How do you keep communication open between you and your kids and your husband? Like, since they're all four right. boys... What yeah. does the relationship look like between you and the boys and your husband and the boys with communication styles? Right. Sure. Yes. Well, you mentioned something earlier when you're speaking about the single parents, but I think especially with boys, uh, shoulder to shoulder is such a, a great way to communicate. So if we go out for a family hike, um, yes, doing chores, doing the dishes side by side. I find that boys open up more when they don't have to give you that eye to eye contact. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of uh, activities, a lot of walks, bike rides, beach time. Um, for me and the boys, I'm pretty comfortable sitting down and, you know, the, the late nights are a great time for mom to usually sit down and get boys to open up a little bit more in those teenage years. Right when you're tired and want to crash, you sit on the edge of their bed and they're usually going to be a lot more open with you. Um, and then dad, yeah, dad's the active guy. So he's at the beach with them. He's doing their sports, talking in the car on the way to the surf. That's, that's dad's time, I think. And you talked about earlier, and I know you addressed this in your book, character development. Mm -hmm. That's another thing mm -hmm. that I know a lot of parents want to know. What can we do to get our kids to develop some decent character and sometimes right. I find it hard to find activities for them to develop that character. What can we do to get them to mm -hmm. learn how to think of other people and not just themselves and mm -hmm. serve their neighbor? What are some yeah. things we can do? What work for you guys? 
Sure. Yes. Uh, And I do love to talk about character. I think next to faith, that's like the thing that we need to focus on the most, especially today in in the world, in America. I just think people aren't talking about character. It's a very selfish culture we live in right now. And so, yes, I think being intentional about getting those kids out and serving others and looking for opportunities, you know, what can we do? Hey, you know, we know somebody who recently lost a spouse. Let's do, what can we do for them? And really opening up those conversations and just having those uh, those, I mean, really talking. We kind of just talk to our kids about things. Uh, I love to use stories, reading good books that really demonstrate, uh, give them examples, role models to follow after. And then as they grow up, you know, just literally um, surrounding them with more and more influences. I have um, a character training course, but in that, what I love to do is offer resources, again, books, movies, um, Uh, I have a list of things like TED Talks and YouTube channels that we can point our kids to that say, wow, look at what this guy did. Look at what this girl overcame. Look at how you can be inspired by what somebody else is doing. Oftentimes, adversity is really the fuel for great character. And so if our kids don't have something hard they're walking through, how can we give them challenges? What can we do, whether it's, you know, helping with some work outside or inside or a physical challenge? What are some things we can do that will allow our kids to face something hard? Because we have a lot of kids right now who are really soft, who just don't have hard things. They get three meals plus snacks. They have a bed to sleep in, a family that loves them. So what can we do to offer them some challenges that will make them dig deep, get gritty and develop some character? I love that. And I like what you did with one kid. I don't know if it was your decision, their decision, but you have one kid in college in California. I mean, right there you go. That's that's fantastic. They survive in California. They can survive anywhere. I went out there at the age of 20 in yeah. Hollywood, I'm like, I got this. Went over the first string of lights, you know, the skyline over the first hill on Highway 10. I'm like, I got this. It's a couple of lights. Go over the second hill. I'm like, I'm dead. I hope I survive <laughs> what's about to happen here. But I made it for 10 years, loved it. So the fact that you sent a kid to California. Oh, yeah. What, what city did he go to college in? Right, right. So I've actually got two. One, the one they went to the same college there at Westmont College in Santa Barbara, California. Oh, that's fantastic. And so they've got eyes wide open. I mean, they're at a Christian college, but we all know that that doesn't necessarily uh, mean a whole lot as far as their the condition of their heart and the spiritual nature around them. So we just go in and say, listen, this is this is what it is. You know God's word. You know right and wrong. So talk to us as you go. But we knew that they were ready by the time they went. That's fantastic. Okay. What are some, I'm thinking like 10 new questions as you're saying one thing. I'm like, I wonder what you (laughs) say about this. How about certain chores for younger kids? What are some things that you did with your kids to get them out and help other people? Yes. Uh, You know, here again, because we live in a small community, there's not as many opportunities. I'm sure a lot of people have just so much to choose from. We do like a, a, we have a weekly food distribution for some of our needy people in our community. So we've just brought our boys down regularly when they were young, it was monthly and we just pack food and see the people that come through. And they were just such a great example of like, some of these people have made some choices that not, they're now living with. Let's talk about that. What, what led to them being in the position they're in or, you know, having a heart for mental health issues that are sometimes just very real. And we need to be 
be compassionate. So finding that balance and having those conversations. Otherwise, a lot of things just in our own church community give our boys opportunity. They've all served. They've all led youth ministry. They've all done things, you know, when there's a need to set up for church, they're up doing setting up chairs, doing whatever they have to do. But we just find ways for them to be useful. Uh, little, little things that I think are a lost art, like writing thank you cards. Like who does that anymore? Well, I want kids to do that. So it's just being intentional as parents to like, hey, what, what can we do right where we're at? without leaving the house, you know, sponsoring kids in another country who are hungry or have needs. Let's write them a letter. Just being creative and finding things you can do. We have the same thing. All four kids write to missionary kids around the country that Mm -hmm. Compassion International, there's like a bunch of them out there, but we'll put that link in the show notes for everybody. Counterculturemom.com, by the way, go to the website, watch this program. If you're currently tuning in via audio, watch what we're showing here and click on the resource links surrounding this episode for all these ideas. Great, great ideas. I have to ask, you said earlier that there's a bunch of great books that you read or that your boys read on their own to help them with character development. Do you have like your top couple of favorites you could rattle off for us? I'm getting a lot of parents asking me. I just got back from a speaking event in Ohio, American Heritage Girls, four different sessions. Every session, someone said, we need more book ideas. Do you have any for us? Right. Well, you know, a lot of what we use were just even good stories. And so I do have a list in Boy Mom of just books that highlight stories. And my favorite thing to do is just read through the Bible and find characters like like Daniel or Joseph, you know, people that we can look at their life and say, how did they have character? How did that work out? Or the character people who had bad character as well. You can learn a lot from that. Um, otherwise, again, one of the best parts of my character training course is, is pointing to YouTube channels. I, and I love people like Tim Tebow, who you can just watch speak and uh, will just inspire kids. Um, I always say his name wrong, but Nick Vujicic, is that oh, um, yes. the man with born with no arms and legs? Yeah. Yes. I mean, we have our boys watch these videos where they're like, it really puts things into perspective. Uh, Bethany Hamilton is a, a friend. He, she surfs with Luke. She's also a rip curl surfer. And so she's on Kauai. But her story, you know, overcoming a shark attack, losing her arm. You keep uh, dangling the carrot here. We're going to eat that <laughs> carrot the second we get back to this commercial break. Hang tight. Optimize your health. Protect against chronic disease. The most powerful antioxidant on the market. 172 times stronger than vitamin C. A breakthrough formula called C60 Complete. Containing the purest combination of the world's healthiest ingredients. 28,000 positive effects published in research. Backed by top scientists and leading researchers. A patented NASA-grade formula that comes in easy-to-swallow gel capsules. Get $5 off your order by going to counterculturemom.com and using promo code TINA. Okay, we're back, girl. We have got to go surfing on your website, monicaswanson.com. Tell us where to go for that character course. You said that you have TED Talks, you have TV shows, movie ideas, books. Is that right here with the character course button? That's that's where you find out more. That'll list everything in it. I've got a lot of expert interviews with people you'll want to hear from who bring a different voice to this conversation. And um, there's the fam. Oh, so and um, and then below that, there's some, some lists there. But it, it's really been building over time. Once you're in the course, you have access to anything everything in it and anything I add over time. So you can really learn more there at that monicaswanson.com forward slash character dash course. And, you know, we talk about gratitude and fighting entitlement. I've got a new uh, interview about anxiety and how that sometimes, and you can see all those speakers there who are different interviews. 
So yeah, it's, it's a packed course and it's kind of become a home base where you can just return to it as new things come up. If you've got anger issues in parenting, if you're helping kids choose better friendships, it's got a little of everything that's related to character and it's just my heart of hearts. So I'm really proud of it. I, I love this thing. I definitely have to get my hands on this myself. MonicaSwanson.com. Yes. This will be surrounding the episode show notes. Once again, you can check out this episode at CounterCultureMom.com. For those people tuning in via audio, I have to rattle off in the course. This is just some of many things you're going to get your hands on. Motivations for character mm -hmm. development, kid-friendly definitions and examples of character qualities, the power of influences and role models. That is huge. Mm -hmm. Building a strong family unit, anger and parenting, how we can Ooh. help our kids make better choices. I know I was going to say something there too. Um, <laughs> the use of consequences and discipline as tools for character development, friendship challenges during tween and teenage years. I want everyone to see just how phenomenal your book really is. Check this out, guys. Mm -hmm. Behind the scenes there in Oahu, mm -hmm. Hawaii. From the beginning, there's a special bond between a mother and her son. As women, we are nurturers, connectors, and we love our sons deeply. As they grow, we help our boys discover the world and cheer them on as they learn new things and spread their wings. Our boys must forge their way into becoming young men, so we want to do it well, to raise our sons with no regrets. What do our sons need most to grow up to be kind and honorable, to love God and truly care about people? Sons who do not conform to the world but are equipped to be world changers. These are the questions that inspired my research and shaped my years raising my own sons. And now I've gathered the best of what I have to share with you. So I invite you to join me in the sometimes messy, often hilarious, and always beautiful adventure of raising boys. Boy, mom, Aww. gotta get it. I watched your trailer getting ready for getting you on the program. I cried then, I'm crying again. <laughs> the time is so short. Hmm. Monica, you are just phenomenal to have on today. I seriously want to come out and do some surfing, lay out in the sun, talk about how to raise these kids. I'm a couple of years behind you here, but you survived. You got all your hair, so I know it's possible. Mm. And uh, we're, we're going to come out to Hawaii and get our flights right now. I'm going to look at tickets. I hope so. I hope so. We'd have a blast. <gasps> Let's do this. Thanks a lot for jumping on the show today. Aloha. Thank you. Aloha. Thanks for joining us for the Counterculture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting CounterCultureMom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's CounterCultureMom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. If you love this show, you can stay up to date on the latest critical issues affecting your family by catching all of our weekly episodes with resource links, signing up for our e-newsletter, and downloading our Counterculture Mom app, where you get timely pop culture alerts. 
Visit CounterCultureMom.com for more details. And be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin, where we are rewriting Hollywood's script for our kids. 